Jackson can't find anyone. Looking to take off and run. Bounces away. Still surveying. Still alive. Throwing and don't caught for the touchdown. Nelson Aguilar. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Kevin Burker with the call this past weekend on Fox. Uh, Jake does a great job. Our engineer, Jake the Snake Hassan, always asks us during the break, hey, hey, like, what do you want to come back with? I just said, like, Lamar. And then Jake had, like, 15 things to choose from because Lamar had a ridiculous game. Like, basically, you turn away 0-0, and then, uh, oh, what's the score? Oh, a million to nothing in favor of the Ravens. How'd they score? Oh, Lamar. Just doing doing Lamar things. He was awesome. Ravens throttle the Lions 38-6, and as a result, Lamar is now the fourth choice, or I guess the third choice behind uh, Hertz and Tua are tied for the second choice. Lamar, 7-1 to to be NFL Most Valuable Player. Pete Prisco talked about him in the last segment. We'll give you a P-squared, B-squared NFL awards coming up on Thursday. But Lamar off his best performance of the season. The Ravens off their best performance of the season. Now travel on the road to take on the Arizona Cardinals. In week number eight, the Cardinals off a 20 to 10 loss on the road in Seattle. And we think it'll be Josh Dobbs for one more week for Arizona before Kyler Murray officially takes over again as the Cardinals starting quarterback. But that could change over the course of the next couple days. But for now, I think we can operate as if it'll be Josh Dobbs starting one final time here for Arizona um, at home against the Ravens, where Baltimore, an eight and a half point favorite in the desert. The total is 44. Ken, pen, pencil, blood or blank. Baltimore at Arizona. I don't know if there's a lot interesting going on here. Uh, the Arizona quarterback situation would be the most interesting thing, and we don't even know if that's going to be interesting yet. We, we think it's going to be Josh Dobbs, like you mentioned, so maybe nothing really happens in this market. Uh, we talked about this game last week. It was 7.5 on the lookaheads, and I, I did bet some Cardinals 7.5. We talked about it because, like, my and my point was, look, if Kyler plays, then it's not 7.5, it's less. And if he doesn't, it's in this 7.5 to 9.5 range, and you're just holding like kind of the same bet. And that's really what's happened. Half the board's 8.5, half, half the board's 8. So like I could really almost just buy out right now, and it's like not a big deal, and like you took your shot and whatever. Or I can hold and just say like, you know, I kind of like Arizona in the game. I don't know what I want to do yet here. Uh, maybe just want some clarity on like that for sure Josh Jobs is going to start, and then think about what I want to do. Uh, just a market that struck me as like, kind of always what this has to be if Josh Dobbs is going to start. And I don't know if that many interesting things are going on here, at least for me. I think there is something that I failed to bring up uh, at the end of our number one when we were talking about the Chiefs-Broncos game. Like, I, sure. I know that I said I think like Denver could maybe win the game, but then I kind of like backed off. And I just think it'll be a close game. I think Denver's likely to cover the sprint, but the Chiefs will win the game. Uh, Kansas City is in teaser range right now. Uh, so, too, are the Baltimore Ravens. And look, maybe you run into Kyler Murray starting the game, and maybe that like changes the way you feel a little bit. And maybe now is not the time to do it, to tease Baltimore, if you like the Ravens. But, I mean, like... Chiefs-Ravens two-teamer, if it's going to be Josh Dobbs, feels pretty good, doesn't it? Uh, what about Baltimore as a teaser leg? And Ken, just to go back to it, because I didn't talk about it at the end of the first hour, what about Kansas City as a teaser leg as well coming up in Week 8? Well, it's funny, right? Because you, I think everybody's going to be like, yeah, right? Like, I mean, just, I, I get these teams to win. They're really good teams. Like, they're both... They're both playing road games favored by more than a touchdown. It just there's something about it that just like smells a little off for like a bet that I love. It's there's the other thing is and this is people are gonna think this is incredibly nuts. Uh, I would much rather tease Buffalo than Baltimore. And like okay, well why is that? Well because I feel like I'm probably getting a, a Buffalo team on the way back up 
like a team that is being rated lower than how they're normally rated and like i'm tease them down and then like you know they're more likely to win obviously and whereas the, with the ravens like i'm gonna tease a team down and pay a huge tax when that team just gave us such an insanely good performance and you can see it in terms of how they're in like seven and a half look ahead eight and a half now and I, I i'd be curious if it is dobbs for sure if this goes back up again like if this starts going up because people are like oh not kyler well now i can bet baltimore like now i can do that because they looked so good and i like them so much lamar's mvp odds like got halved in one game um when he hadn't really done a whole lot this year like okay with all that stuff going on and them, them just giving us that amazing good performance Again, like time to buy now. And you could be like, well, you're teasing. You're not betting them. Be like, well, you're, you are still buying because you're paying a huge tax for the six points. So like you are still buying that like they're not rated as well or they're not as likely to win as the price. Seems so unlikely based off what we just saw. I think this is just like fine. Whereas I, I do think Buffalo is like more likely to win than their teaser leg. I don't know if Kansas City is more likely to win, but they also win every game every game against Denver, every division game, maybe they are more likely to win than a, than a teaser leg would pay out on. Like, they're just such a funny team because they just win every game. But, like, would like Buffalo probably more, just because I feel like I want to buy them at what I think is their lowest as opposed to, like, off a massive, huge victory. We'll talk more about this game over the course of the week. Like, we'll, we'll by, by tomorrow's show, we should have, like, more word as to who's going to play quarterback yeah, for Arizona. You know. we'll, we'll see about Kyler. I'm sure Kyler will practice, but then I'm sure we'll get some word from Johnny. It's going to get asked, obviously. Hey, who's your quarterback going to be this week? Uh, my sense is it'll be Dobbs, and then we can have a conversation if and when that's the case later in the week. Or, obviously, if it's Kyler, we'll talk about that, too. So we'll table the discussion on the Ravens and Cardinals until we get more information as to, you know, who one of the two starting quarterbacks of the game is going to be. Seems like something that's that's pretty important. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Terrific football Tuesday breaking down week eight in the NFL. Well, here's an absolute doozy for you. How about not just a rematch of Super Bowl 16, but also a rematch of Super Bowl 23 with the Niners and the Bengals. Cincinnati been waiting a long time for revenge for losing those two Super Bowls to the San Francisco 49ers. Niners and Bengals. San Francisco coming off back-to-back -back losses, obviously losing on Monday night to the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals beating the Seahawks before the bye week, but like they did not look impressive in that game, and I bet the Bengals, and I won my bet, and I'm here telling you they did not deserve to win that game. But they did, and they go into the bye, ostensibly going to be the healthiest they've been all season, especially with Burrow getting uh, extra time for that calf, T. Higgins, extra time for his ribs. So this should be a healthy Bengals team rolling into the Bay Area to play San Francisco. Ken, at BetMGM, our show sponsor, the King of Sportsbooks. The Niners, a five-and-a-half-point home favorite against Cincy. And uh, we already know no Debo Samuel in this game. Kyle Shanahan said that prior uh, to the Vikings game, that Debo would miss two games heading into the bye week. They want to get Debo fully healthy. We'll see about Trent Williams and his status, but definitely no Debo for the Niners here. San Fran 5.5, 45-year total. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Niners and Bengals. I mean, I think we just we keep applying this, uh, this philosophy just uh, to this game, too, that we've been doing today with a bunch of these games where they had these really dramatic performances, like a dramatic win by the Vikings, seven-point dog, they win the game. Um, you know, the the Ravens-Cardinals game. Ravens don't just win, they just absolutely bulldoze the line, like these really extreme performances. And you have a little bit of that with San Francisco here. Like, I mean, lost to Cleveland, nine-and-a-half dog in the game, lost to Vikings, seven dog in the game, getting bet against here. How is this not San Francisco? <laughs> like, how, And it's it's not just like, well, the team is bad. Be like, well, so just bet the teams that lose. No, like 
they they've been bad for back-to-back weeks and now like the, i think the number opened short and is getting bet against like it's not just what happened with the teams it's what's happening with the teams and is that causing something in the market to happen like this opened six and moved to cincinnati like my number in the game is between six and a half and seven and i think like the niners not looking good for a couple weeks here gets you a little bit of, again you don't have to bet the game i do think it gets you a little bit of a break on the price if you want to play san francisco like you can put a lot of value in the bengals coming off a buy it should be worth something burrow with a chance to rest like he looked pretty good before the buy from a mobility standpoint i i just think there's actually i don't want this to be true like i want the bengals to win i want them to be awesome you we both want that to happen but like also rationally like the niners close like three and a half against dallas and like cincinnati with their current statistical kind of performance is nowhere in the zip code of the Dallas Cowboys coming into that game. Like, their league average or worse in every category, basically. So, like, what are the Niners against league average or worse in every category in a home game, usually? Eight and a half? I mean, like, what are they against teams like that? But More now they played really badly. 10, yeah. yeah, they played really badly, and I think you get a break on the price. I don't think you have to bet this game. Like, just like any game, you can just not bet it. But I do think, like, where the market has moved based on how the teams have played... I think your choice here is to bet San Francisco, like getting honestly, like a, a San Francisco home game with a number like this. You don't see it very, only against the best of the best teams. That's the only time you ever get numbers like this. And I, I would say, like, do you have a thought on the on the total of the game? And I know, like, you're you're probably going to do, and I don't want to speak for you here, but you had reference yesterday, maybe like not doing as much hashtag totals work this week. Yeah, so I don't know if you've thought about it at all. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I, I I've looked at every total. I just the thing that's really interesting. So let's talk about something Pete brought up. The Niners have all the defensive talent in the world, right? And uh, even, like, Dre Greenlaw, who didn't play against the Browns, played last night. So, like, they really, that's, like, as good as it's going to get from, like, a starting 11 standpoint for them the entire season. Defensive line rotation was all pretty healthy. Warner's playing. Greenlaw's playing. Ward's playing. um, Kufanga's playing. Like, everybody played. And that there was still, like, okay, like... Here's Madison with an explosive run out of the gate. Here's Addison. Like, here's uh, Hawkinson and a bunch. Where, like, you even said in the prop king, and, like, this is, like, you're right with what you said in that segment, where you're like, oh, you have TJ Hawkinson? Like, we have Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. Like, actually, that was advantage Hawkinson? What? It was. Like, what, what and happened? Brandon Powell and, looked amazing. Like, Powell yeah. Osborne looked he good. He looked really Ty good. Chandler <laughs> looked good. Like, the, Vi- <laughs> right. the Vikings offense was awesome last night. Like, it's yeah. right. Like, a lot of credit to them. And so I I guess to Pete's point, that was a little stunning for San Francisco's defense. Very highly rated, a ton of talent, all pros everywhere. And you do that. Now, that's a really good offensive coach in a home game, like with like an extra day to prepare to. Like maybe he can cook something up. Like, is that, you know, Zach Taylor in this Bengals offense? Like, is that what they're not really not this year? So maybe that was just something that the Vikings were able to do because they're very smart. Um, Just. I, so that to your question was about the total. I guess my point is just like, is the San Francisco defense like what are they after last night's game? Just a, that was a blip because O'Connell's really smart and Cousins did a bunch of stuff really well. And uh, if that's the case, then the total's probably fine. Like I, I actually, I know it's Burrow, and again, I want to be wrong about this. I really worry about like whether the Bengals can score a lot in this game. Like they're not going to be able I to like run the, the ball, under. and I know the Vikings couldn't either. But like they really are not going to be able to run the ball. And Burrow's going to be running the whole game from these guys. Like I think it's really problematic. I think the number's a little short. I I like the under in the game a little bit, right? Because it's not just, like also C- Cincinnati's defense played like really well prior to the bye against Seattle. Now Seattle like got into the yeah. red zone, but the Bengals that was defense, their best like, game. 
Yeah. Probably of the like, season because they've had some bad games. Like they let Arizona score a little bit. Like they had Tennessee score all day. Like they have not. Bengals defense has been bad this year in a bunch of but, games. But they did play very well against Seattle, to your point. And a really good defensive coordinator in Staten Island's own, Lou Anarumo. And like my, mm. my, my favorite Scott Hansen word, the Bengals defense hashtag stiffened in the, in the red zone a bunch of times uh, mm. in that game against Seattle. So if you've got like Purdy struggling a little bit, and maybe he snaps out of it, he could have a big game. Like we talked about the home road splits with Brock Purdy. He's pretty good in the Bay Area. Pretty good. Uh, that m- maybe this is just like a rock fight. It's like 20 to 17 or, or, or somewhere in that range. Um, I understand why people would like Cincinnati. It's Burrow on the road. The Niners just lost a couple times. I, I, I don't feel strongly enough to do anything with the side at this point. It looks right sure. to me right now. Uh, lean towards well, to the be, under. To be fair, to be, with your close game thing, just because you just branched that up, like you think, oh, like could see it being a close game. To be fair, like the case for the Bengals is like, okay, it's like 17 apiece with 10 minutes left. Who do you and want at, the, at this number? Yep. Who do you want? Like, Burrow, Burrow just wins. Or you'd think he'd win. So just like, okay, okay. If that's that's the case for the Bengals. Like, can they get the game to that point? I, uh, I don't know. I wonder if... Uh, did the Bengals strike you as, like, a little bit like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from last year? Like, a little bit? It's a, it's a really, really, like, good question. Like, okay. They can't... Tampa... Like, like, Great ton of deep, ton of defensive talent, Good but like the performance wasn't the really ball, there. Can't yeah. run, like moron head coach. Offensive and line. And I know Zach Taylor. I know Taylor like went to yeah. a Super Bowl also. He sucks. Don't care. Yeah, it's, it's, and and the Niners wrecked Tampa last year when they played them. And that was a short and, line, right? Well, that and, was like Niners three. And Purdy's like second right, starter. And we remember how, we remember how Tampa season played out, like would get credit in a bunch of these markets. And then you were like, oh no, actually not, not that. And then they would keep getting credit, keep getting credit. And then even in, as, as went so far as in their playoff game against Dallas, like got a ton of credit. Wrong, wrong, like wrong again. We love Dallas. That was like our, one of our biggest bets of the playoffs. And uh, I wonder if the same fate awaits Cincinnati, like the quarterback and the reputation drives the entire rating for the team, despite all this evidence coming in that maybe it's not that uh, starting with the Tennessee game, like the week after I bet them to do everything. And I, again, I don't want this to be true, but we have to at least consider it possible. Like it can't, maybe it can't just be like burrow five and a half. So I click the button. Like, well, that's not really working in some of these games. Uh, are you going to lay San Francisco? Maybe. It's never Cincinnati in the game. What it's would just you, like, uh, lay San Francisco so or not. What about six? Is it Cincinnati at plus six if it gets there? Oh, no, no. It's, well, we're really close to that. Uh, Cincinnati, I would need, I'd probably want like seven and a half to bet them in the game. Something like that. Wow. And they just, yeah, I don't, don't, like don't want them. They tease yeah, San Francisco if that were the number. This... This 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 feels like I I think I think Pete hit it spot on. Like I don't know about the wounded animal thing. Like I don't, yeah, but we're saying the same thing, which is they've played really poorly, worse than their probably baseline level of ability. And has that created an opening to bet them at a valuable number? Maybe or or maybe not. I think it's more likely the answer to that's yes. Yeah. Well, I I want to think about that tonight. And I want to, I kind of want to, well, I do my board of spreads video for BetMGM on Wednesday morning, so I need to have an answer by then. But okay. I will think about this <laughs> board games. tonight. With the, yeah, I give out the I Packers. Could. Yeah, but this one's but this one's really fun. Uh, on the yeah. other side, we will we'll we'll quickly do the Chargers and the Bears on Sunday night, and the Lions and the Raiders on Monday night, and then Santa will slide down the chimney, eat the milk and cookies, and he's going to tell you 
dear listener and dear viewer, how to bet the Heisman Trophy right now in college football, where for the second consecutive week, we have a new favorite atop the betting market at our show sponsor, BetMGM.